a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of A Village in Crisis um, with me, Neil McDermott, and with somebody who's got a lot to talk about this week. It's Eric Lampere. Um, he's left his flat on at least two occasions that I know of, and I'm excited <laughs> to hear all about it. How are you, Eric? I'm good, mate. I tell you what, I, lo- I love that we've reached a stage in our friendship where we're excited to talk to one another, but because we've got a podcast, we're like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll just we'll just leave it to the podcast. Don't tell me now. I I can't just pretend a second time to hear it. Um, yeah. It, so, it, uh, when you messaged me in the week saying that, that you were in blank, because um, I don't want to steal your thunder on that one. Oh, no, um, you can steal thunder. We can share I, the thunder. I, I, saw, I nearly messaged back and said, why, how come, what's the dilly manilly? Um, but uh, I, I, I didn't want to know. It's not that I don't want to know. I just didn't want to know there and then because I want to find out on this podcast. Yeah, our friendship is now just diluted to one hour a week and we need to make sure it's recorded for the benefit of others. Yeah. Well, before happen- we move the Internet, this like self-destruct and we don't have this podcast anymore. Will we have a friendship, Neil? Uh, we'll always have. We'll always do, have do a think, friendship, Eric. Do you think you'll care about me if no one listens? Mm. Question. I'm quite good at cutting <laughs> people out. You know, um, if if you work somewhere and you become really good mates with someone at work, yeah. If I leave that that job, I'm done. I'm not keeping in contact with that person anymore. Really? Yeah. That's fair enough, I suppose. There are some friendships that just belong to the walls, the confines of of a of of a moment in time and space. I understand that. So prep yourself you when this, pod, this podcast is done. Sign <laughs> we'll, we'll, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, um, before we before we hear all about you, though, let's talk about the podcast. I've got a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some admin, mention. some bureaucracy. We've had, and I've I, I thought of a clue for you here. We've had listeners in... Um, two countries this week that we haven't well one country we haven't had for a while and the other country we haven't had at all now my clue for you is if there was like an upper middle class family with two daughters right these might be the names of their daughters so what are the countries well i think one of them you posted on the internet because you're so giddy about statistics oh correct one one of them is georgia Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, oh. So that, that's a that's a first time in Georgia. Yeah, and then India. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I'm just guessing middle class families that would name their daughters that, and yeah. I was like, well, they're not going to name her New Zealand. No. <laughs> um. Oh, that's good. Well, that's that's nice. Welcome Georgia and welcome India. 
Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, did you do an accent? <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you watch the the King's Coronation? I caught the bit where they had to balance the crowns on their head. Okay. That's yeah. The, that was the best bit. Yeah, that was good. I'd been out in the morning at the kids' football game, but then came back and saw that bit and I enjoyed how hard they were trying to balance the crowns on their head. Mm. I wonder what the Facebook group of of, of our village mm. um, responded to the coronation. It ha- hasn't been particularly jingoistic and tub thumping, actually, which is surprising. Uh, there's been a few questions about any plans for the coronation, which there is. There's stuff going on um, at the recreation ground tomorrow. But, yeah, hasn't been... People aren't making too big a deal of it. All right. I'm surprised, actually. I thought your your lot would um would start like arguing about you know cutting their heads off, and actually the royalty does something for the country, and that's totally yeah, away. It it's very divisive. I'm I'm in a WhatsApp group with a group of mates, and there's some staunch anti-royalists in there. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. I think that's just jealousy there. And yeah. anger at colonialism, potentially. Mm. Where do you stand on it? That was that hard for me to say colonialism. It's like I've never said it before and my my tongue was like, oh, I don't like that. Um, where do I stand on royalty? Well, since watching The Crown, have you seen the, the series The Crown? I have, yeah. I'm, I haven't watched the last two seasons, actually, so I've got those to watch. It, it's so well executed that it actually made me appreciate um, royalty for, yeah. for, from my perspective just, just these this family that we get to observe you know somehow be in charge of a country and and how it like must psychologically just destroy their minds there's something yeah. fascinating about like the queen's responsibility to a country and the weight of the crown not just metaphorical literal but um, well, Eric, heavy is the head that wears the crown, as someone uh, I know might say. Yeah, Will, William. Yeah. Um, although who does? Who says that? Which play is it? I don't know, uh, but you've certainly said it recently Hen- on some of your artwork. I think it's Henry the Eighth play. Um, but I actually said heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> of course, yes, <laughs> yes. Clever. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. Uh, one other bit of admin. Um, yeah. I spoke last week about Superfan Rich, didn't I? Mm. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. God, he's, he's been busy on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, Nerd. big fan of Rich. You two, you two, I bet you two really would get on so much. If I didn't do this podcast, I bet you'd do a podcast with Rich. Well, I'm thinking of starting up a, a spin-off with me, Rich <laughs> and Michelle. No. Yes. <laughs> She's my Don't friend now. steal me. <laughs> Don't steal my Neil from me. Um, yeah, so he's he's been in touch on Twitter to say that he has endured every episode so far. And yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And he's left us a review on Apple. Whoa. Oh, he is. I don't know if he's a fan or a stalker at this point. Oh, I'll take either. Like you, I will take either. And um, 
And Michelle, hello Michelle, she got in touch to say how much she enjoyed my singing last week. Oh God, I don't even remember. I must have cut it out. It was M people. Um, right. I won't do it again. You can listen back to the uh, previous episode and I can see our viewing figures go up by one. Our listening <laughs> figures go up by one. Um, well, that's nice. Well, welcome. Welcome to all the new listeners. What a what a what a little village we're growing mm. on the Internet. I hope that one day we can have a Facebook group where all our villagers can start arguing amongst themselves about who will be the next mayor. That would be good. I will always be mayor. Uh, anyway, Eric, why don't yeah. you tell us what the it hell has... you were doing in Seattle this week? Oh, it's, it has been a good week, I have to say. Um Firstly, there was a lovely little moment in Seattle where I was standing outside the Space Needle, which is like the the landmark of Seattle. And I was looking at my watch and then a bee landed on my watch. And I just thought, oh, needle, needle and needle. It was just a nice little moment, a little poetic moment. Mm. Um, It was was nice. I thought I'd share that. Um, That's nice. So can I just clarify, we're talking about the needle landmark. Needle yeah. signifying what time it is on the watch and needle yeah. as in sting in bee's ass. Correct. You have uh, an analog watch, do you then, not a digital or a... That's uh... right. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so it was just a nice little moment. But anyway, um, I was in Seattle to speak to some investors about the sh- road trip show. Uh, the producer, she's a, she's a new producer, you know, she's... Actually, very new, such a new production company. She hasn't actually done anything else, and so right. um, she's taken um, sort of quite a leap of faith and a gamble in producing my um, road trip show. Yeah, um, and she's met you now, though. Is it still happening? Well, she's known me. She's known me for a few years. So okay. um, the aim is that it's still happening, and um, I think now, but at this point, it's like she has to prove to herself and others that she is capable of at least creating a show um and it's going to be a skeleton crew you know i don't think we can get that much investment it's i tell you what i'm really nervous because Mm. i'm not just going to be creating something in front of camera but i'm in charge of directing it as well okay and so um it's going to be really lovely experience but think about i'm I'm, I am nervous. I have to create probably 24 episodes of a travel show around the United States. I have to make that. Yeah, it's a lot to do. Yeah, it's a lot to do. But right. at the very least, I've started waking up with a sense of purpose. That's good. Oh, my weeks have become different. I actually wake up now and I go, yeah, something to do. Did oh, no. she mention you needing a kind of cantankerous right-hand man in a sidecar oh i'd love that i would i would <laughs> love that that could be that could be the second season where we just okay. do where we do all the where the listeners live we go meet them yes that would be and great we do a podcast fun. at their house that would be great you'd look great in a sidecar i'd look great in anything as as somebody <laughs> once said to me um everything looks good on a good looking man Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that confidence, that bravado. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, if you say one wrong thing, I'll just take the bolt out of attach the motorbike 
to the sidecar and you'll just drift off. I'd have a hole in the bottom so that I could do my feet really quickly like the Flintstones car and catch up. So you had to go to Seattle for that. Yeah, so that was seems nice. An, seems an unnecessary journey. Um, <laughs> it's just more it's just more for the smoke and mirrors you know just to, to get me flying somewhere and then i came back to los angeles and i um went to watch ricky gervais at the hollywood bowl and what was nice was um i had like some pretty front row seats mm-hmm. and i i get there relatively early i didn't realize i had tickets i thought i just had a ticket so I didn't have anyone with me, but that was probably for the best because, oh, you should have seen me networking, mate. So I just like just hang out. I have a coffee uh, by the sort of backstage area and I see Joe from uh, Joe Hartley from Afterlife. Just walk. Oh, by. yeah. And I go, oh, well done, mate. In Afterlife. That was a good job. And she just stopped by and we just have like a nice little chat. Did you and know was... Joe beforehand? No, but I just, you know, I like to share that someone does a good job in a show you know because it's just it's a nice thing to hear from their perspective um but also you know everyone in afterlife did a good job so yeah i sort of shared that and she is so sweet and so welcoming and inviting so we just had like a, a chat and i think it was easy for me to um because i didn't think about it as a networking thing i just thought i'll just have a nice conversation but because I did Ricky's Life's Too Short uh, series, yeah. I was able to just go, oh, like, I'm here because I did Life's Too Short. So immediately we sort of, you know, became peers, if yeah. you like, not just a, a super fan like Rich going, oh, oh, I love all your work. That's Rich. Oh, I love it. Um, I think Rich tolerates it. Let's not get carried I think, away. I think so. I think Rich has a good sense of humour. But anyway, so we we're just hanging out and then slowly. Like more and more people come that I recognize, like I the, the head of Netflix um, comedy was there. Right. And I'd met I'd met him in 2013 in Montreal, but I didn't necessarily know how to approach him. And then I see the opening act, Sean McLaughlin, um, who did uh, like a, I take a 15 minute set before Ricky. And he did a great job. That's pretty nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. And Hollywood Bowl doesn't have, um, it's not an indoor space. So the sound bleeds. So not only does the sound of the comedian sort of bleed out, luckily the speakers are great, but uh, the performer can't hear exactly how it sounds. But then the laughter doesn't come back just in one Mm. direction because it just bleeds out, right? So um, he was quite nervous. He was like, oh, how did it sound? Like, what was it? He did a smashing job. So that was nice to, to see because I've, I've known him since like 2008 or something. And um, so I get my way back backstage. I didn't know if I could. Right? So I sort of sneaked in. I did a little bit of a little bit of schmoozing to get me backstage. Mm. And I end up at the back. The head of comedy at Netflix recognizes me. So I didn't even have to do any like work. And that was... That was a nice feeling, considering, uh, as some listeners may know, I have been in quite a slump these past few months. So to suddenly go like, oh, people remember me. People remember that I was funny back then. 
For those that haven't seen Eric, you do not forget a face like Eric's. Oh, cheers. I appreciate it. Well, like you said, anything looks in a, you know, looks good and look good looking man, including my own skin. Um, so I tell you what, it just it was just a nice feeling. And then when when Ricky saw me, um, he quoted uh, what I said in Life's Too Short that I've got a tumor, and, and then I said, No, 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 you mean AIDS, which was essentially the the script, um, classic Ricky script, um. But uh, I made him laugh a few times, you know, and it was it was quite funny because meeting mate. Oh, um, hold on, hold on a minute, Eric. You were just yeah. getting to the juicy part there. You said it is quite funny because, and then it cut out. So you made him laugh, and it's quite funny. Oh, uh, while, why? You were, while you were watching the King King Charles uh, at the coronations, I was watching the King of Comedy. Um, ah. And there is, considering I haven't been on stage in quite a while, there is something very uh, relieving, healing to have made Ricky laugh. Like, you know, the proper laugh, you know, when yeah. he's like cackling. I made him laugh like that. And um, yeah, I felt like a super fan. You know, it was just it was a good feeling. It was a good week. I'm yes. just appreci- I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm appreciative. I have gratitude for a fucking lovely week. Um, I'm just thinking of how to ruin this. And I think one of the things I can do that you'll be disgusted with is that I I'm just writing down names of people you've interacted with over the course of time. And then when I publish this week's um, (laughs) pod, I'm going to tag them all in and say discussing (laughs) great pod this week, discussing Eric meeting these people and see if we get some form of interaction. Oh, my God. You're such a statistics nerd. but yeah, you rather I didn't um, do that. Hopefully, Ricky, um, I'll message him this week because he was interested in my amnesia story. Okay. But who knows? Who knows? We might we might work together. Who knows? And the podcast story, he was loving because I'm sure you were just forever going on about the podcast. Well, he was wearing the t-shirt on Hollywood Bowl, the Village in Crisis t-shirt. <laughs> he yeah. made his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think there's a sitcom in Village in Crisis. I think so. About a voyeur. I think it should be about you. Yeah, I think I should star in it. Yeah. No, I think I think a village in crisis could absolutely become a sitcom, and it's about a guy that does a podcast from like the basement of his like mum's house or something. Yeah. We'll we'll make you slightly more of a loser because the fact that you've got a job and a wife and kids makes you just slightly too normal. Yeah. It's a bank holiday weekend here, and I've been decorating. That's how middle age, middle class is that. Yeah, super middle class. Yeah. It's weird. But I had to My, do it myself. I can't afford to get someone in to do it. I'm sure you could, but you're just no, stingy. I, I, re- I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice. You're, you're middle class. I'm currently, I suppose... I don't know what am I? I don't know what I am. Low class, definitely lower than what you've got. Um, but I hope to bypass what you have. So I hope I hope mm. to go from low class to high class. Mm. So I'm never really in your bracket. We are always kind of separate and alien to one another. Okay. If you have a modicum of success, I am clinging to your coattails and coming with you. <laughs> 
uh, that's fine. Um, but things will have to change. <laughs> <laughs> that chance? Um, um I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for for, for a future episode. You're you're sore, aren't you, about not doing the intro? You want to speak first at the start of the board, don't you? I see. You've met Ricky. You think I'm kind of a big deal again now. I've had my low. Now I'm now gonna I'm going to change highs. a lot. I'm going to change a lot about this podcast. <laughs> the, the, the title's going to go. Um, these listeners, these dregs that we get, mm. get them out of here. I don't want them. You want higher class. Listeners. I want I want Jay Z to listen to us. Yeah. I want Kanye to listen to us. I want yeah. Prince Philip. <laughs> That's a lawyer. <laughs> Maybe not him. I don't know. Prince Philip's um, dead, and we don't want Prince Andrew. Oh, that's the one I meant. Yeah. Oh, Prince Philip will be a great catch. Well, back from the game. dead. Back from the dead. Anyway, let's uh, let's solve some crises. Okay. Um, I was just having a look through questions of the week. I don't know if you're aware, but on Facebook groups, there's a tab that, for questions, so you can just go through and find questions. I was just seeing if there's uh, any interesting for you. Uh, good afternoon. I was wondering if anyone has a fold-up table for outdoors I could borrow for the weekend. <laughs> I love these little windows into people's lives. I hope she had a good weekend. Yeah, me too. Well, it is that weekend now, so that's good. This is this is a post I saw, and I really hoped it was going to get legs, but unfortunately there was just loads of sensible advice on it. But I'll read you the post. Hi there. Last night at around 4.30 a.m., my partner and I were woken up to someone rummaging through our bins, triple exclamation mark, an elderly man. Any advice on how to deal with this? Triple question mark. We have a ring doorbell, but it didn't capture him for whatever reason. I know it's not illegal, but very unsettling. Rummaging through our bins is such a British phrase. (laughs) What do you think he was looking for? Uh, I don't know. Well, there's some speculation on here. People know him, they think, and they've suggested that adult social services should be involved. Um, he's a hoarder, apparently. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I was to rummage through your bins, what would I find, Neil? Uh, you'd find an extremely efficient recycling system. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You'd find everything recycled and in the correct bin. Uh, when you when you put like uh, a can, like a beer can in, in the trash, uh, do you sort of squish it as much as you can to save space in the trash can? Of course I do. OK, that's good. I, I went to a, a, the, the house I went to in Seattle did not do that. They had a recycling bin, but they would just throw the cans in and it would just triple in volume. Not on. Oh, I, 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 had a, I did not like that. Whose house were you staying at? The producers. Mm. Well, let's let's hope that she's not listening to this because you could have just taught yourself out of a road trip, slagging off her recycling. No, I've I've already had words. Okay. Uh, what's her What's her name? Do you want me to tag her in the post uh, this no, week? No, you know what? I'm, I'm revealing no information anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll leave you out there. Sell, if you were to sell my life to the Daily Mail and the News of the World. Well, I'll just make shit up. Anyway, talking of shit, here's another question. <laughs> yeah. um, hi, anybody know where I can get some free horse manure, please? Many thanks. 
That's fair enough. Yeah. Gotta gotta grow some vegetables somehow. Yeah. Um how's she not finding horsemen, you You live next to Newmarket. Well down there's, the road. I think there's Newmarket. more Well, make an effort, lady, instead of going on Facebook, just Literally, well, the, the, the streets are literally littered with horse manure. There's more horses than people in Newmarket. There's a big meet on at Newmarket this weekend. It's the Guineas. Oh. So, that's there cool. you go. There I don't go. know if you know much about horse racing, but that's... Anyway, there's a there's a great uh, response on that one about manure, which I see as a bit of a brag. Our manure is well rotted with no straw. Ooh. Does that mean that the, the, the horses really digest well? Perhaps. Or, or, they or don't eat straw. Maybe they eat something they must else. They have a nice diet, yeah. Good for them. Good for their horses. Um, any other questions? Anybody have a bike pump I could borrow for an hour, please? For an hour? Yeah. <laughs> That's quite specific. Well, one of the questions, one of the responses were, are you trying to pump up a tractor tyre? <laughs> Oh, uh, was that Johnny Jokes? No, it's um nobody. Um, Ouch. <laughs> yeah, so a few questions. You might have gathered I haven't prepped particularly well this week. I can hear it. I can hear the pauses. Uh, I think the listeners are, might appreciate the pauses because because we're we're getting a little glimpse into your week. You've made zero effort to prepare for them. You say that you love the listeners. You say, oh, oh, the listeners are in, oh, new countries, oh, the listeners are in. And then you've prepared nothing for the listeners. Shame on you. Well, do you want to go into the thread then? <laughs> we fucking trash talk me anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's go into the main main crisis. It starts with Willie Warning. Um, Good name. And he says, warning, outside pub currently as someone is trashing cars and picnic benches outside armed with a stick wife just saw it on route back from chippy oh bloody hell this is this is elevated crisis yeah you know it's one it's one thing just having boys just sling mud at old ladies this is a proper crime yeah trashing cars and picnic benches and armed with a stick um, any details on the stick? Is it just like a stick that he found on a tree, or, or is it like a like a broom handle stick? Well, no details as yet. And I would say, I think if my wife had phoned me up and told me what had happened and said it was a stick, I'd say I would have said to her, "What kind of stick?" If this is going on Facebook, I need more details. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, but like you know, if it was just a, a branch from a tree. Um, it probably doesn't do that much damage. It just looks like a, a madman just having a bad day. But if it's like a broom handle, oh, it's a little bit more violent. Yeah, or a, a, bit... a stick of dynamite. Yeah, I doubt. But yeah, you know, it's possible. Anyway, um, I have an idea. Who commented last week as well? Comments. Oh yeah, he's back. Um, call nine 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 if they are still on site. Oh god, he is. He's good with ideas, isn't he? Yeah. Ivan, yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that he's part of the team to help the world, really. Um, Nelly nip out uh, responds. I'll nip out and check. God, you've really you've really extended your your ideas for names there. You should work with Ivan. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm struggling for names. 
Yeah. What did she say? She's. I I'll, I will nip out and check. So she oh, must live near the pub, and she's going to nip yeah. out and see if said maniac is still there. God, no fear. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Not all heroes wear capes. No. Correct. No. Or maybe she was wearing the cape. I actually can't try. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay. Some heroes wear capes. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to know more details about this this crime. Well, Hannah Hyperbole comes in. Um, what is wrong with people? Treble question mark, treble exclamation mark. What I mean, what is wrong with people, Neil? Let's let's try and answer that. Well, this is no, only an hour-long podcast. Yes, yeah, so make, so make sure think, you dilute your argument. Yeah, what is wrong with people? Come on, what is wrong with people? That could be um, that could be a segment of the show, a new segment. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I would suggest that some people are just unhinged, and they probably don't think there's much wrong with them. Um, but as as I've said to you before, the sooner you realise you're just average. So the mean or the average, I don't know what the difference is, but basically the collective that think they're normal, the people that have things wrong with them might think that we're all weird. Yeah. So you haven't, you haven't, yeah. So what I'm saying is perhaps there's nothing wrong with anyone. It's just your take on it. Sure. I mean, I suppose if you're if you're hitting cars and picnic benches, you're probably having a bad day. Yeah. You know. Um, but is that is that what you're going to give? That's your answer. Some people are souls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the 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 old the old Hindus, they um they speak of life as a a big game of drama, and how like. You know, if if consciousness could exist eternally, uh, eventually you get bored. You get bored of peace, right? If you think about it, right? If if you could live eternally and you lived in a state of peace, I bet you you'd get bored. At some point, you'd be like, ah, oh, let's have a little bit of a war. Why not, right? For because we live eternally, let's have a little bit of a war. Eventually, on the other side of the war, there's going to be peace, right? So that would be a nice laugh, entertaining, like a game of Call of Duty, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I think, um, as is clear by the people in the village who demand attention all the time, as you do, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, I, I think people thrive on, on drama and gossip. So really, nothing's wrong with people. We are just the characters in your life to entertain you. That's well, I'm glad you know your role in my life. Um, Una update comes in and she says it's all quiet now by the looks of things though I did hear someone say something about a smashed mirror oh someone's unlucky well Vera Victim comes in next got my rear light bastards oh bastards Mm. potentially there's there's more than one criminal involved Um, perhaps uh, Wendy Witness comes in. So she is the person that had phoned her husband, the original poster, who put it on um, put it on Facebook. Well, I thought her name was Wendy Warning. Uh, well, common law wife. 
Right. There's William. Wait, to, it was, wait, it's Willie Warning and Wendy Witness. But they're together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose you don't have to get the person's name in marriage. You live in the dark ages, man. Does your wife have your last name? She does. Yes, and my first name is very makes it very confusing. <laughs> the bank statements arrive. Yeah, but I bet you love that in the bedroom, you freak. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Neil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Wendy what, Witness. Yeah, what's she saying? She says, someone was on the phone to the police as I went past Ivan. Looked like the chap was quite drunk. He fell face first in the car park and had a broken bench and was using that to smash the cars there. God, that's not, that's not a stick. We're talking piece of lumber. Yeah. That's probably done some real damage. How many cars were involved? I don't know that, uh, Eric, because I wasn't there. I'm just reading a, a thread on Facebook. Yeah, but you could have like called the police and find out more details. There were seven cars there. Well, actually, I know the car park. I know the car park. <laughs> okay, listen. Yeah. What time um, was it? Do you know what time it was? Um, Chico time. I don't know. Oh, Chico time there. That won't mean much to anybody, but there was a guy called Chico on X Factor um, in the UK. God, how many years is that? 15 Over years ago? 15, yeah. Yeah. And he wow, was called a real Chico. Topical joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, looked like he walked in a, a kebab shop, and um, yeah, he and would say he was just saying Chico time all the time. Yeah, it's Chico time. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, he didn't look like he worked. In, I'm confusing him with another guy called Wagner. Do you remember Wagner? No, I don't remember. On X Factor. Oh, yeah. I never really watched um, that that sort of show. Um, no, Chico was relatively handsome, from what I remember. Yeah, Chico was a cheeky chappy, and it was Chico time. He was well great. What's happened to him? I wonder. I wonder where he is. Oh, I wonder if he's dead. I reckon he's the kind that would have died by now. Oh, really? Yeah. How? Um, he ran out of time. Did you? <laughs> did you hear about um the egghead um the you know the, the young guy in Egghead the one that's a bit of a pompous. So there's a show called Eggheads, which is great. I, I think it's my favourite quiz show in the UK. And it's about contestants going up a heads, a bunch of going up, you know, against a bunch of boffins. And one of them, the young guy, um, supposedly was arrested for murdering someone. Um, he apparently murdered someone in the Netherlands and threw their body in the canal ages ago. Christ. Yeah, did you, did you not know about that? No. I've, and while you've been um, dropping that little nugget, I've just looked at Chico Slomani. He's still alive, you'll be pleased to know. That's good. What's he up to? 52 years old. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, good to know he's still alive. Uh, what is Chico Slomani doing now? Since making a recovery, he's established a fitness program called BlockFit. Recovery from what, I wonder? Just probably from drug abuse, from all that fame. Yeah. Um, Lockfit is his fitness thing. It's inspired by his two heroes. Who do you think they are? Two heroes? 
in in the fitness world fitness related i don't know any heroes that belong in that world no but they they were fit to do their discipline of sport um no, nothing comes to mind my mind is His two heroes blank. were muhammad ali and bruce lee oh boring uh, so mm. everyone will choose that oh i'm into fitness oh, i'll just choose that i'm just gonna i'm just making a note in my pad here of chico slamani to make sure i tag him in this week's um podcast let me know who's being spoken about i think it would mean a lot to you him can't, you can't do two things at once i can see that every time you write something the, 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 everything slows down concentrate on this how did chico lose his money <laughs> watches mm. Um, this is a it, I don't know what article this is Chico ended up losing all his life savings to this one venture I don't know what the venture was he explained I had £3.70 left in my pocket with a family a mortgage and all my credit cards maxed out I went out for milk and bread and when I walked past a beggar I just decided to give him a, give it all to him that's nice yeah yeah you'll you'll reach that stage Not I'm not saying you I just mean like when you reach the stage of like losing it all, um, losing like just an extra bit, it's it's like almost makes sense. You might as well just get rid of everything. Um, well, I hope he's making a really good recovery. Chico. I hope so too. I might look yeah. up Lockfit. Um. Anyway. So what's back, yeah? What's happening? Yeah. Back to the thread. Uh, so, funnily enough, after Wendy Witness has said what's happened, in comes John Hardman. Oh my God, he's back. Back, and he's got something to say. Of course it's okay. I was walking past my dog. He won't be smashing smashing anything else tonight. I assure you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I really hope that his confidence is is true, right? As yeah. in, it's not just on the internet. I really hope that um, he could handle business. Well, an interesting little aside about John Hardman. I put his name into the search function on the thread because I know you like a story that's got John Hardman in. And one of his posts early on in the group was offering free self-defence classes for women. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Free as well. Yeah. Um, Now, is it free because uh, he's trying to do something good or is it free because he's trying to do something bad? I questioned that. <laughs> well, I came down on one side of the argument, and I'm not going to uh, divulge, but I think you're it's, thinking the same thing as me. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. It's free for women. But women only. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, good. I think that's a, that's a good... I, I hope it's a good thing. I just hope that they don't have to, like, learn use what they learn to then take down the master yeah oh you forgot your kit did you well it's pants and vests <laughs> <laughs> uh willie warning said to him well what did you do good question i think response to john hardman's um assertion just, that he won't be doing sc- i just scouted i just scouted the area and i could smell that everything was all right well, what John Hardman said is he was aggressive, and so I persuaded him to move along. It's the same man 
He was wearing a camel coloured coat. He became a little lively when I confronted him and we sorted out our differences. A camel coloured coat? Yes. Camel? Yes. Camel coloured? Yes. I mean, I can see the colour, but is that, has that ever been, is that, has that have ever been said? You must know what a camel coat is. No, I don't know what it is. It's like, um, it's hard to describe it. You know, when you just know what it is, yeah. and I don't know why you don't know what it is. It's camel coat. It's like okay. a spivs coat, you know, a wheeler dealer. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those. You've got one. A, yeah, I didn't know it was a camel coat. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, you know. <laughs> oh, I give up. I didn't I didn't know. <laughs> I call it my Doctor Who coat. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, the camel coat. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Um, so Sue Salient asks, uh, she says, John, was he of the older generation? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Wendy Witness comes in and she says there were two drunks on the loose last night. Oh, God. Who could it have been? How much damage was made? Well, interesting you ask that. And the next person that comes in is Carol Carfucked. Um, (laughs) I'm going to use my psychic abilities here. And I've got a bad feeling about Carol. (laughs) I don't think she's happy. My car, my whole car is fucked. Fucking brilliant. Um, well, I, ho- I hope one. her insurance deals with it. Hold on, my son's just popped in. Get him the fuck out of this room. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gestured for him to go, and he's yeah, left. Get him out. Yeah. Tell your son that he's unprofessional, interrupting <laughs> daddy with daddy's podcast. I'll do no such thing. Anyway. It's daddy's podcast time. <laughs> Get it out. Um, Dad, why haven't you got any pants on? That's how I do my podcast. Get the <laughs> fuck out of Why have you got pants on? More to the question. <laughs> you know the rules in this house. Um, uh, if if yeah. the podcast ever makes money, your son's not getting any of it. No. Good. We're agreed. I'm your son um, now. If the podcast ever makes money, I'd be amazed. <laughs> I'd be amazed. We, we don't do it for that, do we? We do it for Rich. We do it for Michelle. We do it for Georgia. We do it for India. We do it for Burgess Hill. We do it for Brussels. We do it for Singapore. All right. It's a lager drink. It it's a cider drink. <laughs> um, I do it for, for myself, I think. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Anyway, Sue Speculate comes in. Um, she says, surely if he was that drunk, couldn't someone have of apprehended him? Someone have apprehended him, Sue. But surely if he was that drunk, couldn't someone of apprehended him? Brackets, citizen arrest. Why won't people name him? Why won't people name him? Hmm. Oh. Um, you- can you do a citizen's arrest? What, what's, the, what's the rule in the UK? I think you can. I, I saw a story in New York recently of someone putting someone in a chokehold and accidentally killing them. Um, and now they are. So they say it's death by homicide, but they're trying to determine whether it's murder or not. 
Did you see that story? Bloody hell. No, I didn't. I'm actually like yeah. out of the loop with just all things news. Um, do uh, in, in the US, do yeah. people read news or look at news about other states? Uh, I, oh, God. Um, do over here I, in I the United Kingdom, like, do we see more news about America? Than Americans see about the rest of the country out of their state. It's a it's a different kind of news about America though, right? Like you get you get your top top dollar news, uh, the the big the big things. While um, it's it's hard to say. I actually I I wouldn't be able to know actually the answer to that one because there's all the different kinds of news, right? There's like there's the newspapers, there's the stuff that's online. Then there's all the different kind of news outlets. Then there's like local, extra local. Like, for example, my local news would be Burbank. But then you mm. can say that um, local could also be Los Angeles. And then you could also say local is the greater Los Angeles area. And then that's just one area in California. So um, it's hard to tell, actually. I actually don't know. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm asking the big questions. People think this is just... Uh paper thin veneer of a podcast but um i'm I'm here i'm I'm asking the big questions no eventually eventually we'll we'll solve some big questions i think Uh, in response to sue speculate and wondering Mm. why no one would make a citizen arrest willie warning says he was going fucking mental and was armed with a weapon (laughs) i really don't think it would have been a good idea to try and perform a citizen's arrest my wife did not stick around as she feared for her safety what would you what would you do if you saw a man just smashing cars with a with a pipe uh i'd certainly hang around and watch at a distance that i wasn't going to get attacked with i wouldn't try and intervene if someone was going full tasmanian devil with some form of weapon Mm. i'm not getting involved what if uh unless they're attacking a person oh there we go yeah would you uh, would you step in? You're going to have to try and time it right and sideswipe them, aren't you? But would you step in, Neil? Yeah, you can. Oh. If, if they are, if they're pummeling someone with a weapon, you've got to step in, I think. Oh, you? my my hero. Yeah. Okay. And what if? Okay, you're you're heading towards this person, attacking attacking a, a you know pers- a pedestrian. Yeah. And. They, they they notice you. So as yeah. you approach, they notice you. So you don't have the element of surprise. And just as they notice you, you hear your son going, Daddy, where are you, Daddy? And then your wife goes, oh, he tried to be a hero, but he got a pipe to the face and died. Yeah. And you just sort of see this potential flash forward situation. Would you then go, ah, forget it? Would you, I, would I, you step I, back? I think my opening gambit in that situation, if I got noticed... I'd look at the person and say, I think he's had enough, mate. <laughs> just trying to kind of, just trying to defuse it. Like, so they've been, because they might have just got into an absolute frenzy where they're beating the person. They might look at you and you just look at them and say, I think he's had enough, don't you? Right. And that and might just be enough. To... No. More. God, I mean, you, I think you could pretty quickly <laughs> tell if it's an absolute psychopath, couldn't you? Yeah, so what if he continues beating this person, and and the person on the floor is still alive, going, ow, help, ow. 
like the guy in Austin Powers that gets put down into the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I am very badly burned, and I have broken my ankle. It ow, it hurts. Um. So what what would you do now? What would you do? Would you still step in? Oh, I don't know. I'd be shitting myself. <laughs> That's for certain. And you can just see all these flash forwards, you know, like in the in the news, hero fails. And it's yeah. a picture of you just looking sad. And it, you could see that have you could see that as a potential future. Would you go, ah, oh, not worth it? Well, I mean it's funny I've got time for so many flash forwards. I mean, if I could see the flash forward and the headline is me with a failed attempt of being the hero. <laughs> Having been pummeled to death as well, then no. I but you do don't it. know if it's anxiety. You don't know if it's anxiety. Talking. Yeah, I think I'd say that he's had enough, and then I just have to see where it went from there. Okay, what what if the person getting beaten was actually someone that bullied you at school? Then oh, I'm talking like they really bullied you. Yeah, I'd just say I'll go for it then, mate. <laughs> I'd say I don't think I don't think he's had enough, mate. Yeah, you say, oh, let me help you. Yeah. What would you do? Um, As as someone who was a victim of the bystander effect, I am. I generally, I I have seen myself on occasions. um, Well, actually, pretty much not on occasions. And anytime someone needs help, I I do step in. uh, But it's never been with a weapon. Um, no. And it's always been with fear. Um, I intervened. You, you'd know Enfield Town, I'd imagine, as someone who went to university in that kind of region. Did you ever go yeah, to well, Enfield I, I actually, Town? Yeah, I lived in Enfield. Yeah. yeah. I once got the bus into Enfield Town from Honda's End, where I'd been living, which is just yeah. outside, to meet up with some mates to go to the pub. But it was a daytime session, and there was a group of youths around this Ooh. woman just giving her shit. And I was walking along and I thought, oh, I've got to intervene here. Yeah. So I had to go over and tell them to fuck off and hope that um they didn't turn on me. And thankfully they didn't. But yeah, I'm I'm a get involved uh, generally. But like you say, it's different if there's a weapon and an absolute psychopath, I suppose it's hard to know what you'd do. Yeah, it's hard to know. I think it's hard to know in the moment. I, I think the majority of people are good. That's my I, that's my hope. I, I generally have more of an optimistic view of the world. I think I think generally people are good. Um, but in the moment, it's just hard to tell. Like the, the only time I think it's inexcusable is when you get these stories about like a school shooting and then the security guard or the police officer or something not getting involved. That and, was a recent one, wasn't it? Either in, it, was it in LA? I can't think there was a recent one, wasn't there? The police were there for ages. Who knows? They're constantly shooting at each other. Yeah. Um, but like on, on a human level, I understand the fear of having to like just go into the danger zone. Um, but I suppose when you sign up to have that job at a school, expect a shootout. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, Ian in the know comes in and he says he's not someone to be messed with. I think Willie's wife done the right thing by not sticking around. My partner's face has been cut from glass where he put something through the window of the pub. 
Luckily, it hit her and not the children having dinner with their family behind her. Oh, bloody hell. He threw something in the pub. Mm. Uh, it's a real anarchy situation here. He's absolutely lost the plot, hasn't he? Yeah. Now, Belinda Blunt comes in. What a bellend. Oh, she's being blunt. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking that she had a blunt. I was like, good for Belinda. Yeah. <laughs> Belinda's just chilled about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she follows that up with, I hope the police catch the a-hole. She's got quite a, she's got quite the lexicon, <laughs> Belinda. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sue, Sue Salient comes back in. What's he wearing? A long camel coat and a hat? Very mysterious. Do you think it was just uh, Doctor Who just really struggling with the time and place that he was at? Well, Ian in the know comes in. No, wasn't wearing a long long coat or a hat. So we now know that the troublemaker that John Hardman reckoned he'd dealt with was a different person altogether. He's just accosted some bloke in a hat and coat <laughs> Oi, coming out the off. pub. Meanwhile, the one time John Hardman is desperately needed Someone else is ripping up benches and smashing the shit out of pubs and cars. You know what? It was John Hardman all along. Perhaps. Yeah. Wendy Witness comes in. He had a tracksuit top on. I called the police. He was smashing a car up. Then he put a window in through the pub, bolted off in a white van with another bloke just before the police came. Okay. Why couldn't she said that at the beginning? I don't know. Uh, Gavin, good question comes in because this is a question I think we all need answering at this point in the thread. Does this clear the man in the camel coat? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but if if Wendy Witness saw um, someone in a tracksuit bottom, tracksuit top, tracksuit top. Yeah, he uh, he also went for the no pants option. Yeah. 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 Um, it seems popular in your area. He's gone tracksuit um, top, no underwear or trousers, and black school shoes. Um, oh God, <laughs> grotesque. So if Wendy saw this tracksuit guy um, do the damage and then pop into a white van and skedaddle, mm. um, which honestly she could have said at the beginning of the thread. She could have done. Um, then it, I suppose it does clear the the man in the camel coat but um you know witness eyewitness is often um untrustworthy the final comment is from wendy witness and she says gavin i don't know who the man was in the camel coat but it wasn't him with the baseball bat honestly this has turned into like a game of cluedo yeah i know you like the the ones when i was when i was looking through this thread I was thinking this doesn't make any sense at all. It's jumping all over the place. There's a man in a camel coat that John Hardman seems to have dealt with. In the meantime, there's someone else with an accomplice smashing the place up. It turns out the stick was a baseball bat going all over the place. Yeah. Do you often read uh, the news? Uh, Do you ever read the paper? Um, There's a newsletter that comes out once a quarter. 
<laughs> hear ye, hear ye. The talent cry comes out and just shares the the quarterly update. Um, just I think what this town needs is a really good murder. Oh, mm. that would be weeks, weeks of content. Look at us thinking like journalists. Yeah. We need we need something meaty. We need we need to start rummaging through bins. Yeah. Maybe we could hire people that are already inclined to rummage through people's bins just to get some fucking dirt. Should I should I start uh, killing people? Well, we've discussed that before, yeah. haven't we? Um, yeah. But it just I just keep coming back to it. Just keep thinking, keep... should I start killing people? Yeah, but you said that you love being a voyeur. So either you're a voyeur or you get involved. Mm. Maybe I could go all Jekyll and Hyde. So then it isn't me that's killing someone. It's my. Oh, that's nice. Alter ego. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't even know, potentially. No. I'd imagine okay. you're a fan of the Jekyll and Hyde story, are you? Big fan. Big fan, because like, I can relate. Yeah. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, do you think that your alter ego would clean up everything, all the blood and all the mess, so that when he becomes Neil again, Neil is absolutely oblivious? Or would your alter ego do a crime and then wake you up in the middle of the mess? Oh, like a bad episode of Quantum Leap. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what, yeah. I wonder if your alter ego would protect you or would, for a laugh, just throw you in the deep end. Yeah, absolute snidey shitbag of an alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I like, I like both, both options. I think if, if you had an alter ego like that, He'd be forever doing all sorts of mischief, wouldn't he? It wouldn't just be yeah. like killing people and leaving you at the scene. Because you could only do that once, then you're in prison. So he'd probably build up to that beforehand. He'd be doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I can I can relate to the trickster. The, yeah, I could relate to, to both options being a good one. What would be the worst thing that your alter ego could do? Oh, well, it would have been... It's already happening for me. Like, if anyone's interested in reading the stories that have emerged out of my amnesia and like my detect my detective skills on how it happened, um, there's some interesting blogs on my website that I explore. Um, like people keep asking like how it happened and stuff, and it's it's like a part of me deep down knew that it was going to happen because I wrote about it before beforehand there's loads of weird things um like ricky gervais is talking to joe hartley last night uh now and saying did you see that eric yesterday yeah yeah he kept licking my face and you know nothing about this but every now and then in your little conversation your alter ego just leant forward and licked him oh and then just deleted that memory yeah that is actually a a fear it's almost a fear of mine (laughs) because how would you know well, I think you know pretty quickly because Ricky Gervais would say, "Stop get looking out. my fucking face." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get security here? This um, gangly clown keeps licking my face. 
Yeah, no, you know what? Let's not spread that rumour out. What, that you licked someone's face? Yeah, I just lick people's faces. I don't okay. I do not do that. I have done that in the past, but it was consensual. Okay. That's and it good. was sensual. <laughs> Lovely. But you've got a long tongue, haven't you? You know what? I was thinking about that yesterday. I think my tongue is um, normal. Like a normal... It's not like a giraffe's purple, veiny monstrosity. Yeah, but what about your tongue? Um, <laughs> um, normal tongue, I'd say. Just yeah, uh, a, a nice uh, ability to, to use it. I don't know why I said that. I regret saying that. No, yeah. I don't regret it, actually. I don't regret it. I'm proud. I'm proud of my tongue. Yeah. Um. Do you think next week I need to put more effort in on the thread? I feel I've let the listeners down a bit this week. You know, what? I think there's value in, in seeing what happens when the supposed host of a podcast makes more effort on wanking himself up as, as statistics than uh, providing a service, if you like, for the listeners. Um mm. I'd be surprised if any listeners made it up to this point in the podcast, in this episode, because of the embarrassment and shame that they feel for you. So, um, you know, you know, firstly, you make no effort and then your son interrupts us rudely mm. um, as if as if he has no manners, as if he has no guardians just to teach him a, 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 a little bit of decorum. Um, I am. I'm angry. I'm sad for you. I'm sad for the people of your village. And I would like to apologize on behalf of this podcast to all listeners of what they experienced today. And I'd like to apologize about Eric's lies that he told earlier. He didn't go to see Ricky Gervais. Bad fucking liar. <laughs> oh, and then I went backstage and met this person, this person. Bullshit, man. <laughs> It's all smoke and mirrors. Apparently, like, you spent the night with Chico Slimani. <laughs> he doesn't have much money for my attention. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no. Um, yeah, you know what? Make more of an effort. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that next time. But um, but don't be hard on yourself. I, I think uh, we had fun getting to know each other, didn't we? Yeah, it's good. Um, this week, Eric, I'm, I'm going to do a bit of admin live on pod now. Um, because people More like admin. a bit of admin. Yeah. Oh, God, you love it. No, you love admin. No, you love why admin. You, why don't you just go do another podcast just called admin? Just do just do a side podcast. I am. I'm going to do it with Rich and Michelle. No, don't get him involved. And I'm, I'm going to call it Ladmin, and it's just going to be about loads <laughs> of banter that lads get up to. When organising things. That's actually quite a good dial. That's instantly more successful than this podcast. With that attitude, why don't you use the energy for Ladmin and you use it for this podcast? Okay. Anyway, what I'm going to say to you is we're going to have to record next week's podcast earlier this week because I'm I'm going uh, I'm going hiking this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I won't be I'll around. Be the, I'll be in the UK. Why are we doing this admin while we're recording the podcast. Why can't we just do it after we've recorded the podcast? OK, let's say goodbye to everyone and then we can discuss. Yeah, why do, Why would they want to hear us just going, oh, and yeah, and just the de- when are we next meeting up? OK. Um, 
And we can discuss oh Ladmin as well. <laughs> Ladmin. That is a name and a half. I'm going to Google that and see if it's out there. If not, you can make it um, a segment in the show. Yeah. Or another show that people actually listen to. Well, you know, just try it out first before venturing into a new adventure. Well, Eric, thank you for your tales, Honestly. your glamorous tales this week. You've you've saved the podcast this week, and that's probably the first week we can say that. So it's nice to share the <laughs> it's burden. It's the first time, and I, and I'm 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 grateful that you you uh, you you let me speak about it because I, I you know what I needed a little boost of confidence, and I got it this week. I got the boost. Good. Um, Good. Well, it's all exciting stuff. So until for the listeners, until next week, um, but for us, maybe two or three days. Who time. knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Bye, bye, listeners. Bye, listener. Bye, Rich. Bye, Michelle. <laughs> and that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.